coming up on the Inspired Podcast. I play life like a game, right? I've gamified it. I'm 45, I feel 20, like, because I'm le- I am love learning. And that's why I say people should get hobbies, so you're learning. You're not just at the beach thinking about work. Welcome to the Inspired Podcast by Gentech. Hi, my name's Nick Jones and welcome to the Inspired Podcast. I'm loving making this podcast as it is my chance to sit down with people that inspire me. Today is the second part of my chat with Jeff Jowett. Jeff is a fascinating guy. And if you haven't already had the chance to listen to episode one, it was great to hear about Jeff's background and some of the challenges that he's gone through and how he successfully overcame them. The Inspired Podcast is all about finding those little pearls of wisdom to help inspire us to be better people. To get things rolling again, I asked Jeff what are some key tips he tells people if they want to be happy and successful. I say to people, stack the deck. This year, stack the deck. You've got to stack the deck. Like, you can stack the deck if you know what makes you better, and you won't stack the deck if you do what things that make you worse. People, places, choices, habits, lifestyle, decisions. Like you've got to make you gotta to go to what makes you better. Now, might not make someone else better, but it doesn't matter because you're not them. It's got to make you better. And then you you stay on your path. And if you stay on your path congruent to your values and whatnot, but first of all, you've got to know what they are. And that was my yeah. problem at Body Gym. I didn't have a fucking clue what they were. So I was spinning like a top. But mm. when you work out roughly what they are, what you like, like I like animals. I love riding horses. I discovered them at 40. I was a late bloomer to say the least, but um doesn't help when you're, you know, drinking for Australia either. So you're probably not going to stumble across the man from Snow River at that point. <laughs> but um, but yeah, on that aside, uh, now I know what my path is, so I just stay on my path. And if it's like going bushwalking, if you're on a bushwalking trail, well, stands to reason you're only going to meet people on that trail, on that path in the bush because you're on a narrow path. So that's a bit like life and you get clear on what your path is and you go narrow and deep. Well, you only meet people on that path and your life builds in a good way. But if you dive off into the shrubs, well, fuck, you meet all sorts of things out there, don't you? And once you're out in the bushes, it's very hard to get back on the path. And that's what a lot of people do because they look over the fence and look at other people. Oh, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. And next minute, where's the path? I don't even know what my path is. I'm lost. And that was me many times. So Working out what your path is and staying on the path is is a huge part of long-range, long-term success, not diving out into the bushes, having a look around out there at what's rustling around, and then you end up on another path, which is not yours, and life is just brutal at that point. Someone that is in the depths of depression, as you were, and I've been there, and so many people are, they're living with anxiety about the future, and they don't know what their path is. You've got to work it out. What's the first step for people that go, I don't even know what I like anymore? Well, I'd reach out to someone that they know and ask them what they did. So, you know, if they know anyone else who's struggled and they're seemingly going okay now, ask them, what did you do? Like, one of my sayings is, don't know who does. Don't know what to do, who does. So, I say that to my clients all the time. And now they do that, like, versus I don't know. I'm like, well, who does? So the key to entrepreneurship, success, happiness in life is don't know who does. Like, I don't know what's around the corner sitting here, but if we walk around, we'll know. So we've got to get around the corner to know if there's a tree around the corner or a car or whatever. So a lot of people sit there and they go, I just don't know what's around the corner. But don't worry about that. We've just got to move. So don't know who does. That's a big one. Find someone who's done really well 
and or happy at least. You know, you're just such a rarity for so many reasons. And I mean that in the best possible way. How many people do you really come across daily that are truly happy? Mate, bugger all. Thank and you. that's why I, keep, I, I sort of keep to myself. A lot of people, though, you'll find that uh, they just, look, society's just fucked us because the, the markers for success and how you define yourself are rubbish. So you throw all that shit in the bin and you're half a chance. I broke away from every bullshit construct that society's rammed down our throats since school. The whole thing's fucked. Like, it ruined me and it ruined so many people. You've got to keep up with the Joneses, pardon the pun, yes, and you're no. a hard bloke to keep up with, mate. You look like John Cena. <laughs> Physique like a Greek god, mate, it's too hard. Like, I've got a head like a bustard, so I can't keep up with that. You can polish it. You can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. There's not enough glitter, mate, for my head, Jonesy, next to yours. I'm kidding myself. It's a bashed up Ford versus a McLaren P1. So you just got to know. You just got That's to, why I'm friends with you, mate. No, That's mate, why I talk to you daily because no, you're, true, you're It's up. a good-looking rooster. Don't worry about that. But, but the reality is we've been hammered with what we should and shouldn't do, expectations. Everyone's expectations are what hold us back and keep us down. And yes. Uh, the good news is when you're in the fetal position on the floor by yourself and your phone's like a hockey puck because it doesn't ring, you realise that it's up to me. If it's meant to be, mm. it's up to me. So I stop worrying about society's expectations, my family's expectations. Every, bugger that. What, what's going to make me happy? And one of the things that I say to people is um, what am I really good at and what do I really love doing? Now, if you're in the pits of depression, you probably don't know and you probably think you're shit at everything. I thought I, was, I could barely put, tie my shoes at that point. Don't worry, that's normal as and, well. And hang on, and this is a guy that's built a company that was turning over $40 million mm. from scratch, mm. and you felt like that, Oh, Jeff. mate, terrible. I, I thought I had a stroke. My brain didn't work. I couldn't think. I was so... I, no confidence, no anything. I was wrecked, buckled. It hammers you. Like, it's like PTSD when the wheels fall off. So if you feel like that, mate, I know. So, but if you stay the course it all comes back and more and what not just all comes back way better way way million times better smarter happier clarity perspective balance in your life and all of those things i was doubting myself at every turn every day everywhere oh i was a oh it was a mess like i, I didn't think i could get a job at woolies Stacking the shelves, I thought I'd fuck that up. Like, I literally thought I may as well neck myself because everything I touch, I fuck up. I just ruin the world. I'm the worst person. Like, it's that, it just dark. It's not, you know, you just hammer yourself. When you go down in the hole, you just can't see anything. It, it, oh, it's brutal. But over time, you start to get perspective. You start defining yourself differently by doing good in the world, not just trying to make money for yourself and whatnot. You start adding value to people's lives, you start to feel better about yourself. So the more value I added in the world to people's lives, I started to feel better about myself, started to get some purpose and meaning through com contribution and fulfilment and whatnot. And then slowly, slowly, like the hockey stick, it built slowly over time. And then, then down the road, it got a lot better. But Really, for people like that, what am I really good at and what do I really love doing? And that's a great mm, thing to, over time to ask yourself. And, and it, but getting away from what you're meant to do, expected to do, should do, like all these people who tell you, they're not fucking happy. Like I would mm. sign me up for the blueprint if everyone was happy. Yep. Like sign me up, I'll follow, yep, cut, copy, paste. Boilerplate, life template, count me in, boom, boom, if that was everybody's blissfully happy. But ask, ask 10 people, and I guarantee nine will be like, oh, mate, I'm stressed, busy, busy, mate, oh, busy, mate, oh, bloody hard, mate, hard. Like, 
I'd be all over the blueprint if the blueprint was, if the data stacked up. I'm all about data, evidence-based. It just doesn't stack up. And like most people, if you ask them, they're either stressed because they don't have enough work or stressed because they've got too much work. And then one week a year, it's good. Or one day a year, oh, no, it's just good, mate, good, but not enough too much, not enough too Bloody hell, we've got to be where we are. If you don't have enough work, enjoy that. You can actually, it's called life, you can go and do a few things. And when you're really busy, you rip in. And then when it's a bit quieter, you rip into life and then work. And getting good in that rhythm, like mm. I, I coach a lot of real estate agents and a few stockbrokers and all people that are very sort of, it's spasmodic, the work. It's on and there's not as much, but they've learned to flow with it because, you know, and, and not be attached to the outcome. I say process, not outcome. When you focus on the process, you get results. When you focus on the outcome, you get overwhelmed. So getting a real process focus and trusting it, trusting it, let go to grow, not attached to an outcome that you can't control. It's an external variable that just caves your head in, makes you not present so you fuck up where you are versus letting go of it. And then you're better where you are and good things happen. It's energy. Like I believe that. I think we can, as weird as it sounds, we can kind of bend or warp our reality based on our headspace and our emotional state, which is our vibrational frequency. And then different things seem to come into our life. And I've been playing around with this for the last three years with clients. And they, one of them, a few of them call it magic because the, mm. the result is different. It's different what happens next mm. based on your energy and how you react to things. But if you react and get triggered, eat a hand grenade, get the shits, more bad stuff. I've got clients, they panic if they stay in that state because they know bad things are coming. So they reset their head. Don't keep ploughing when you're in your head because you'll just create more crap. You'll run into more dickheads. It's like when you leave the house in a shit mood, you bump into people in a shit mood. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence. It's energy. Like Nikola Tesla said that we live essentially in an electromagnetic field and we're energy and we do. So it doesn't just because we can't see it, we can only see visible light on the spectrums like 0.05% or something. There's a lot more to it than we can actually see with the human eye. Mm. And But doesn't mean it doesn't exist, doesn't mean it's not real. This energy thing is a is a massive thing and that that's what I coach and live more than anything, my energetic state is the number one variable factor focus for me that everything else flows out of. If that's good, everything's good. Knowing what my performance threshold is so that when, and I know how many hours I can work, then rest and recharge. I structure my day accordingly. I start at 5am, work till 11, break till 2 or 3, then work till 5 or 6. I have a big break in the middle of the day, ride the horses, and then I go again. So the client at 5pm talking about his or her business gets the same standard of Jeff and thinking as the 6 or 7 a.m. client, not a half-assed job, I'm wrecked at the end of the day. That's not acceptable to me. That's how I define success, being optimal each time and having those rest periods to be able to do so. I mean, you've come so far down the track. You're just evolving and evolving and evolving almost at light speed. Again, that evolution seems to be compounding. You're introducing corporate people that your clients that live the way you used to live to the way of thinking now and to the the frequency of energy to, you know and it is measurable now we can't see it it's mm. quantum physics mm. and mm. there's a lot on it mm. and it is measurable I'm Jeff Jowett you're listening to the inspired podcast I've got daily practices that you do to be optimal mm. to raise your energy to keep in that higher frequency because you know how important that is. So Mm. this is a long way from depression. Mm. We're a long way down the track from Mm. depression, but that daily campaign, and it is a campaign. Mm. I can see it's a campaign. Mm. I know personally it's a campaign. 
but you will get curveballs still, right? So even no matter how good you get at this stuff, do you blow a gasket now and then? Not much anymore. anymore. I, I know when I'm tired, if I bump into a dickhead, like in the, you know, in the <laughs> carport or something and, you know, whatever, that get your dogs on a lead or whatever and I'm tired. Yeah, yeah I'll go, I'll, I'll, what? You know, I'll blow up. Like, that was a year or two ago. Like, you yes. know, if someone's just random, just has a crack at you for something, then... Yes. But it's tired. I know when I'm vulnerable, right? Yes. So tired. So uh, now, I, I look at... I play life like a game, right? I've gamified it, all right? So it's like yes. a big video game to me. We're all going to die, folks. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got to stop living in fear. The Thank world you. is paralysed by fear. And, you know, I just... Don't have fear. I'm not. I'm not scared of dying anymore. I'm not scared of any of the stuff that unfortunately paralyzes the human condition, society on mass. And my life is wonderful. It's magical because of that. We're not meant to be as humans in a fear state 24/7, but most of us are. And it's it's a tragedy that I see out there in the world every day, especially in this current climate and landscape. And so for me, I now like. Yesterday, the car had a flat tyre, a screw in it. The old me, oh, the old Jeff Jowett. Go back a few years, I'd be like, you're fucking kidding. Sunday morning, off to the hook. You're kidding. You're kidding there's a screw in it. You are, oh, <laughs> some idiot yep. left. I'd have the best story in the world about this. I'd be filthy. Yep. And hand- how many days? How many days? Oh, no, not days, but a few hours okay. I'd be filthy. And I'd, yep. but, but I'd create another problem, you see, because when I'm filthy, you create more problems. And yes. then you're, you're just mopping up the mess for yep. days. Yeah. Because you never yep. get triggered once and it's only one. Then you do a few other messes. Mm. So, you, you know. Because you, your energy's at that frequency. Yeah, and everything gives you the shit. So you do yep. a few more others on the way. And then a few days later, later you got to. Few messes to mop up, right? Not yes. never one. It's never one, and that's why I go back with people when they do do something. I go right. Let's go back a week. What happened there to find the what I call the the, the cause event, if you will. That then the subsequent train smash ensued. So going back to what that was, and so we, yesterday this happened, and I'm because I get in the car and I go to drive out, and it goes blah blah, which is obviously the flat. I'm like, I've got a flat tire. What? No. Blah. I do. Anyway, there it was, and uh, I thought, all right, here we go. And literally, I went, well, okay, that's interesting. And uh, I wasn't like straight away, yes, this is amazing. It wasn't, no. <laughs> you know, I'm not off my head. But like, but I, I was able, no, you know what I did? I went, I'm going to get a coffee. That's what I did. I went, no, because my car's got a little resin pack compressor thing, not a spare. So I thought, right, oh, this will be, I, I now see everything as an opportunity. Like, I get excited about problem solving. I've learned that I like solving problems, but mine are a lot better mm. problems now. I don't need hand grenades and solve the mess that I've created yes. every time. My problems, I've got champagne problems now, I say to people, and so should they, you know, with the work that I, the info I give them. But so I went and got a coffee. I thought it was a bit early. It was like 5 30. I hadn't had a coffee. I got, Let's get a coffee into me and I'll come back and read the manual. All right, oh, what are we going to do here? And I got it out of the boot and. The cords and whatnot. This is quite interesting. And you got the resin, and you put it into the compressor, and you. I'm like, oh, you don't have to. Un- oh, you don't have to take the wheel off. Okay, you put that in there, and I'm like, this will be good. And I was excited. After ten minutes, I'm like, oh, this will be good. I want to see how this works. Anyway, you put the thing into the valve, and broad off it goes, and dead set, good as gold. I'm, how good's this? Like I went from being, oh, I got a flat tire. To, how good's this? I'm learning. I love learning. We will get back to Jeff's amazing take on life after this message from our sponsors. I'm Nick Jones, and you're listening to Inspired. 
boost your energy and workout intensity using Gentech Nutrition's premium quality pre-workout and amino acid products. Use code INSPIRED10 and save 10% off your favorite products at gentech.com.au. That's G-E-N hyphen T-E-C Welcome back to the Inspired Podcast by Gentech Nutrition. Jeff Jowett's attitude to life is now truly inspiring. I'm 45, I feel 20, like, because I'm le- I, I love learning. Eh? And that's why I say people should get hobbies, so you're learning. You're not just at the beach thinking about work. Because really, yes. if you're at the beach thinking about work, by default, you're at work getting a tan, yes. cooking your head. Yep. That's what most people do. So that learning to ride horses, not easy. I was shit, which is great because it made me learn. And, and that's the other thing. Like, if you have to be good at everything, you won't learn anything because we're always shit at the start. I was very shit, and now I'm less shit, and I do my thing, and it's just great. <laughs> I do it for the love and, and, and the, everything about it. It makes me better. They give me so much, these horses. And, yeah, so, but I'm shit, and I'm less shit now. It's great. Like, that's it. And But with whether it's, you know, working out how to use the compressor resin pack on the thing in the boot and learning things, everything's a chance to learn. Like, and if you're learning, you're growing you're staying young and life is not boring. It's not repetitive because there's something to learn every day. Like I read all the time now. I never used to read. I stopped reading and learning because I thought I knew it all. I knew nothing back then. And now like life is fun and exciting. I've gamified it. I know that energy is a thing. I, I, I focus on getting in that energetic state, but it's not a chore now because if I'm addicted to anything, it's like optimal brain function. And I said to clients a week or two ago, I said, you know what, I've actually stacked the deck because I wake up, I do work at home, dogs around me all the time. I get in the car, I go to horses, rejuvenate, energy, horses. Then I work in the car doing Zooms and phone calls to clients in the afternoon. So I'm in a peak energetic state all the time. No wonder life's good. Turns out I'm an introvert when I'm not pissed, so I don't do a lot of socialising and I just love that. And I'm, I'm social to people, but you know, going out to dinners and whatnot, I'd rather root canal because... Oh, you know, it just bores the shit out of me and I just don't want people dribbling on the piss when I'm not interested, asking yes. me how am I going every 10 minutes, what's been happening. Yeah. Well, and I told them 10 minutes ago, but they've subsequently forgot because they're on the source. And you do that a few times, if anyone's ever done that, when they're not on the drink, it's like, oh, where's the bloody trap door? Get me out of here, so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, I just, I stop people pleasing as well. Do you want to do that? Oh, no, no, thanks, mate, I'm just going to do this. Have a great time. No people pleasing. People pleasing is the emotional energy vampire i say to people you've got 100 energy credits in a day who gets them if you have breakfast with a victim at 7 a.m you've just wasted 90 zero you'll be on minus 50 you'll eat a hand grenade because you've got no fuel in the tank so don't be front row at the victim show don't go to pity parties don't turn up to those and you're going to have more energy all the time energetically you're going to be a lot better you'll attract better do better create better think better and then your life just gets way, way better. But it's all these little choices. And I got addicted. I think it's not really addicted, but I love that optimal brain function being on and knowing how to get on and what I've got to do. And it's not repetition and routine. I hated it. Now I love it. And I think the dogs, the best breakthroughs I had were from the animals because the dogs, they they love routine. They they love routine. They love structure. Horses, Horses and dogs love routine and structure. And, you know, I just got fascinated by their little 
not little their lives and how they behave and their personalities and there's this whole world there that most people miss on their phone being so important down at the fucking park instead of walking their dog I want to throw the phone in and them into the harbour every time because how about you play with your dog I'm the only person down at Darling Point every day I'm the only person that I've ever seen in six years every day with two balls and a stick playing with their dog I reckon folks you can give your phone a miss for 20 minutes just radical concept the world ain't going to stop spinning Now, I get my clients to do that and, they, and it catapults their business, happiness, success wow. because their head gets a rest. The problem is we've got too much data. I say to people, you need less data. You've got too much data. Mm. Stop binging podcasts and learn to turn off your head. You know enough. You're just not executing it. You're just not being effective. If anyone who went to Sizzler back in the day, all you can eat buffet when you're full as a state school, you can't eat anymore, yep. right? <laughs> you just <laughs> can't. that many times. Right? That's like podcasts. Your head needs a rest. You've eaten everything at Sizzler. You can't get anything more in. No more podcasts. I limit clients to one podcast a week. You know, they they might have a few more, but not like one a day, not two a day, three a day. For God's sake, people are just like addicted to – they're just – I've got five minutes podcast. Well, no, how about nothing? Yep. Let's stillness. Podcast or social media. Social media, social media. Social Both. Media. Well, that's even worse. Mm. Yeah, that, that is dead set, the destroyer of worlds, that thing. Comparison's yes. a thief of joy, and social media is the destroyer of worlds. Like, it just is rubbish. Life's what's around you happening now, not on a mm. screen. It's not on a screen, life. It's around you, right now, in this moment, around you, not on a screen, through a screen, on a TV. It's not. It's around you. And I realise that. Mm. That's, that's reality, what's happening, and there's magic and joy and peace and... Everything in that, if we can get back to it. So, of course, I use social media, but I don't, I'm not used by it. I use technology. I'm not used by it. I'm not a slave to it. I'm not controlled by it. And that's the, the distinction, the marked difference in my life now versus then and the comparison piece. And, you know, podcasts are great. I, I you know, jump on a few and, I, you know, they're great podcasts like yours and a few others that I do. But, you know, if you did a few a week and you listen to those key ones, folks, that's good. But, you know, in real estate, the latest way to do a listing, there's no latest way because mm. houses are the same. Humans live in houses and occasionally they buy and sell houses. There's nothing different. Like, you know, we've just got to get away from all this bullshit and smoke and mirrors and hype and get back to the basics and execute the basics. The people who build the massive success, there's no unicorns. It's the execution of the basics to the highest standard every day, repeated consistently over time. That's how you build massive success, not the pan- not this one panacea to the unicorn business that explodes and it's rubbish, bullshit. It's not real. Like the trouble is most of this stuff's not real. I've actually done it. That's how I know. Like the reason I guess a lot of my clients are incredibly successful, they all say, mate, I wouldn't hire anyone. You've done it. You've done it. You've been over the hill. You know what's there. Mm. You're not guessing. It's not out of a book. You've lived it. You've done it, good and bad. You know, none of my stuff's guessing. And that, that's, again, my sweet spot. I didn't plan to be a coach, speaker, consultant. But if you look back on it now, it's like talk about hand in glove. Like it all needed to happen to be, for me to do this now, which is infinitely more powerful than anything I've ever done because I've actually lived it the good and the bad, the highs and the lows and, and all that jazz and the values there for people to not make the same mistakes and, and, and I say grow your business, love your life. But really, you know, getting good at simplifying this stuff and getting out of comparison and changing your definition of success and, 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 and your self-image and all these things, you, you work on this stuff and you can have a life beyond your wildest dreams. Can you give the listeners your top three, whether it's being present, eliminating comparison, top three things to do daily 
to live your best life, to change your trajectory, to change your thought process, to serve yourself and to then be able to serve others and have purpose and be happy. Mm. Three things, top sure. things, basics. Well, the first one, I'd just say no one's as good as they look, but we're all much better than we think. Mm. So don't put success on a pedestal. It doesn't deserve to be there. If you've ever met anybody who's wildly successful and you meet them, you're like, oh, they're not that impressive. Correct, they're not. They're a human being. They put their pants on one leg at a time like we all do, right? It's all the same. Success does not deserve to be on a pedestal. It's bullshit. You're capable, far more capable than you think. So no one's as good as they look. We're all much better than we think. Um, If you're really serious about making big changes in your life, I'd say have two months off the source and just really sharpen the sword. Like, and, and the other thing I'd say is really look at the people in your life. Are they making you better or worse? Are they building you up or, or, you know, or dragging you down? Because when you go on to make big changes in your life or any change in your life, sometimes others don't like it because it puts the spotlight on them. It's like when an overweight person loses heaps of weight, their fat friends say, don't lose any more weight. You look sick. Are you okay? Don't get sick. Are you yes. sick? What's wrong? They're just, you know, a bit jealous. They don't want to get left behind. Now they're the fatty in the group, not you. Like that's the reality of it, right? So you've got to understand the human condition. It doesn't make them bad or any bad people. It's just the human condition. So look at the people in your life. You know, where are you spending your time? If you, you know, if you hang out at the barber shop every day, sooner or later you'll get a haircut. So where are you hanging out? Like, because that's going to happen. The people, the places, the things that you do. This is the stuff that matters. It's these are the the things that aren't obvious, right? You know, because it's do the stuff they can't see for the results they can. Everyone looks good in public. What's going on in private, right? What's going on when no one's watching? That's the shit that matters. And in, in closing, you're always playing to an audience of one. You know, that's when I myself, my real self esteem, confidence in myself. And, and, and really started to like myself, void of ego, like believed in myself because I knew, I knew who I was, I knew what I did, I knew how I lived when no one was watching. And I think that is the real game changer for people. That, you know, people with big ego, it's low self-esteem because to an audience of one, it's not that good. When it's good to an audience of one, your life will be phenomenal. Let me ask you one question, Jeffro, that I'm going to ask everyone. What does being inspired mean to you? I think being inspired's changed a lot for me. I really, I get inspired more by nature now than I do commercial success. It's really interesting. It's a very, very good question. I used to look at people doing big, big things in business and life and Tiger Woods and sports people and whatnot. It's great. I don't know if it inspires me anymore. It used to, used to drive me, fuel me. But I get more inspired by life. Like, you know, I spend time with the horses a lot, not just my own, but all the others that are there. And these moments, I get inspired by, you know, life, this this human experience, if you will. I think that inspires me. Because having done business for so long, it's that's kind of the easy part. So when people do well in it, it's great. I'm happy for them, but it doesn't necessarily inspire me. But, you know, back in the day, I was trying to rule the world and be king of the world. And now I just want to love my time in the world. So what how, what inspires me is very different now. I, you know, I'm not interested in any of that. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong. It's just not for me. I just want to love my time here in the world, having this human experience, not, you know, be constantly striving and trying to break the records and whatnot. So my, my definition of being inspired is very different to what it once was. So the simple things 
uh, the, not the man-made things or the man-made conquests, if you will. The simple things are what really touch me and move me and inspire me these days. Jeffro, mate, thank you for your time. I feel blessed to call you a friend. Thank Likewise. you. Thank you for your wisdom. For episode number one of Inspired, there was nobody on the planet hmm, I thanks, would have mate. picked over yeah. having you. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your love. I appreciate it more than you know. Check out our show notes to find out more about Jeff or visit him via Instagram. G-E-O-F-F-J-O-W-E-T-T. The Inspired Podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Gentech Nutrition website. If you're enjoying Inspired, please rate and review us. I'm Nick Jones, and thanks for listening to Inspired by Gentech Nutrition. Next time on the Inspired Podcast... Probably the worst father-son relationship you could have. My memory of it is like a poster of a man like in Midnight Express. You know, he, he didn't deal with things in a way that I would have liked because I don't need to prove to my father or to myself to be a better person. Build maximum muscle mass using Gentech Nutrition's premium quality creatine and amino acids. Use code INSPIRED10 and save 10% off your favourite products at gentech.com.au. That's G-E-N hyphen T-E-C dot com.au. This podcast has been produced by eTales.com.au. That's www.etales.com.au.